feel like it's been a minute since I've been on the mic. Honestly. I'm back, though. Y'all know how I am. <laughs> beautiful people we all know t fudge writes but now t fudge talks so first things first for everybody for all my consistent listeners i just want to apologize y'all for my inconsistency because it's a lot going on right now in life and i know this is a part of what's going on in life but it's it's a lot it's really a lot y'all but um i'm here today Because the last podcast episode that I made, I had so many, like, updates. And um, I'm just going to give you guys some updates on my life and answer some questions. I asked on all my social medias for people to ask me questions. I also got some questions from online, just like a mix. um, Because some people don't want to ask me questions. And I don't don't know why. Because it's not that hard to ask a question. But I really appreciate every single person that did ask me a question. Y'all are the best. So, first of all. I got a dog, y'all. Her name is Luna. And it was just, she kind of like was sprung on me. She needed a home real quick. And my home had a little space for her. So she's here. Um, She's actually, I'm looking at her in the next room. She just got spayed. So she's like, she doesn't want to be touched. She doesn't want to be bothered. I mean, they did cut her lady parts out. So I don't blame her. But yeah, she don't want to be. She didn't want to be touched, and I ain't even mad. Um, but yeah, I got a dog. I went back to school. I transferred from Rutgers. Y'all remember when I left Rutgers? Um, that was a big thing, and then I now I transferred. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna actually start the Q and A because some of these um, life updates will be answered in all these questions. So again, thank you to everyone who asked me questions. I really appreciate y'all. All right. So first question: nationality. I'm a Black American. Also. This is not like this is I'm about to get off topic real quick, but I never I never found out my lineage. Like I don't know where my family comes from. I asked my grandmother, she doesn't know. So I think I want to do an ancestry test, but I don't know if I want to give my DNA out like in an envelope. You know how you just swab and then you just give it to them to process. I don't know how I feel about giving my DNA out like that. But we'll see. My nationality is black. When did I start my podcast? I started my podcast in September of 2019. Everyone that's listened to all my episodes. Also, if you listen to all my episodes, you are more than appreciated. But um, everyone knows how it started. It started from a from heartbreak and, you know, the regular woes of, of young adult life. And thus, T-Fudge Talks was born. And here I am talking. Um, who was my inspiration when people ask me this, I I never know what to say because is it selfish to say myself? I feel like I've inspired myself more than anyone has inspired me. So I don't know. My inspiration, I would say myself. I think um, my mother is a huge inspiration for me. She's just a wonderful woman. I inspire to be like my friends. Like I have a lot of friends who are very successful and who just live a great life and even though I do live a great life as well it's always good to um have some inspiration in your life so uh next question what are some things that bring you joy 
Some things, <laughs> the pause is not because I don't have things. I'm just trying to think, okay? Well, writing and creating brings me joy. I'm seeing people that I love and care about happy brings me a lot of joy. Um, money brings me joy, even though that sounds so material. I just want to be honest. Money does bring me joy. Like, if someone opened the door right now with mad bread, <laughs> I think I would feel a little joyful, just a little bit. I don't know if that might, you know, change my life. It would. But I definitely know it would give me some joy. What are my future slash life plans? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to attempt to answer this. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many things that I want to do. I mean, I love to cook and bake. I love to write. I'm I'm an addiction studies major, so I wanted to get into therapy or counseling. Y'all, I'm all over the place. So, I don't know. I don't know what my life plans are. What's my spirit animal? I want to say a snake. I'm going to say a snake, and let me tell you why before you start making assumptions. So, my first, like, big tattoo was a snake on my right arm, going down my right arm. And I love the idea that a snake sheds so often that they're constantly getting rid of the part of them that they were the day before or the day before the day before. You know what I mean? Like, they're always shedding off anything that they previously were. So they become a new version of themselves every single day or every time they shed. Um, and I resonate with that so well. I think that's that's an amazing perspective to have on life that, you know, no matter what happened in the day that you're currently in, every time you close your eyes and sleep, there's always a chance for you to shed your skin and become a new or better version of the person that you were yesterday. And so I would have to say that my spirit animal is a snake because I I aspire to um, live by that and to shed my old skin and whatnot. What are my aspirations in life? Um, I just want to invoke change and um, invoke or promote happiness. I want to invoke change and promote happiness and peace. I I don't know how many times I can say it, but like peace and happiness are really important to me now. Um, even though, you know, there's some things I, I struggle with some things in my mind sometimes, but like for the most part, I feel like I'm able to keep my peace and I'm able to keep my happiness because I've um, decided to own that for myself. So I've decided to take my own peace and my own happiness. And so no one can really control my peace or happiness because it's in my hands. But my aspirations in life are to inspire and to um, inspire happiness and peace and whatnot. What's my favorite way to calm anxiety or stress? Again, I think it has to be creating I think when I'm stressed out, it's just easier for me to, like, set up my mic and just talk or um, write. Like, just, I don't know, there's something about being able to put my emotions into words. Um, because a lot of times the, the problem with emotions is not that we're feeling them. It's that you can't understand them and you can't you can't sort them out. So it just feels like emotions on top of emotions on top of emotions but I think writing and talking um eventually lead me to some type of conclusion as far as to what I'm feeling so when I'm 
when I'm anxious or stressed out, I think definitely creating is my my choice of um calm. Someone asked me what was my process of finding myself and this was a really good question. This was um this is a really good question. I I don't know if I found myself like I don't know. I don't I don't when I when I ask myself this question and I find myself stumbling like right now and stuttering and trying to answer it, it makes me question if I have even found myself. So what was my process of finding myself? I don't think I found myself yet. That's my answer. I don't think I don't think I have. I really don't. I don't have nothing else to say, but I don't think I have. Advice that I wish I had known sooner. I wish I had known sooner to make sure that when you're giving your heart away or a piece of your heart away, the person that you're giving it to um, knows the value of it and is willing to give a piece of theirs as well. Because... There's nothing like giving your heart to a bunch of people and you turn around and realize, dang, I don't got no heart left and nobody gave me none of theirs. That's the worst thing ever. So I wish someone had told me sooner, like, you know, protect your heart and keep your heart to yourself for as long as possible so that no one's able to take it from you. What is my short term goal? My short term goal. I might have to get back to this one. I'm going to have to get back to this one. What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear is the unknown. As much as I am an optimistic person, I fear, I just fear what I don't know. And the best way I can explain that is like black holes. Even though I don't know so much about them, I'm just using this as an example, but even though I don't know so much about them, it scares me that you don't know what, like, you don't know what's in there. The ocean. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day that we've only discovered, like, 10% of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me to just jump, people who know me know that I don't mess with water like that. So, for me to jump in the ocean knowing that only 10% of what I'm jumping in is discovered, there's still 90% of what I'm jumping in undiscovered, I don't want to take those chances. I think the I think the unknown is just... I mean, think of something scarier than the unknown. Like, I want y'all to really try and think of something that's scarier than the unknown. I'm also very afraid of heights. Like, heights are right, right, right under the unknown. But I really want y'all to sit and ponder and think how scary the unknown is because you don't know. You just don't know. Okay, who's your favorite author? My favorite author is myself. If you didn't know, which you should know, and if you don't know, now you know that I wrote a book in May of 2020. You guys should go check it out. It's called She Is Me, but I'm my favorite author, and my other favorite author is John Green. Those are my two favorite authors. Actually, I love Jerry Spinelli, too. You guys should really read up on some Jerry Spinelli. He's a good author, but definitely have to put myself first because, I mean... I mean, really. Two pet peeves. I hate negative people. And I don't like the word hate because it takes so much more energy to hate than to just ignore or be indifferent. But I hate, I hate negative people. I don't know my other pet peeve. I mean, 
I don't know, but my my number one pet peeve is negative people, especially unnecessarily negative people. Horrible, horrible. What is my favorite movie? My favorite movie is probably Bringing Down the House with Queen Latifah. I don't even know what year that movie came out. Maybe 2004. I'm not even going to guess. Probably early 2000s, but I love that movie. That movie is hilarious. If y'all have never seen Bringing Down the House, please watch that movie. Please. (laughs) That movie is hilarious, literally. Okay. If you were a ruler of your own country, what would be the first law you would introduce? This was a good one. I think the first law... Okay, you know what? To be practical, I think the first law I would introduce is that murder, like, killing someone is illegal. I know, like, they're probably looking for, like, you know, something more interesting or fun. But I feel like when you're starting the country up, the first thing you got to do is tell people you cannot go around killing people. Like, if I don't make killing people illegal the first if the first thing i do is step in the office and say okay my first law is that you have to stop at stop signs bet it's gonna be mad murders in one day because i didn't i didn't make that clear that it's illegal so i think that's the first thing i would do i would say that you cannot kill anyone for just no reason like if you gotta if you gotta fight for your life that's a different story but you can't just be walking up on the street killing people that's not cool it's not cool in in this country, let alone my own country. So, I'm just saying. If I had a warning label, what would it say? Oh my gosh, this is a great one. You know what it would say? It would say, warning. Do not fall too hard. That's what it would say. Because, and not to be any type of way towards myself, but I'm going to always speak highly of myself I'm a good-ass person. I'm a dope-ass vibe. I'm a, like, dope-ass person. So I think my warning sign would say don't fall too hard. And I'm, like, a, like, lovey-dovey type person. So don't fall too hard because if you fall and you cute, I'm going to fall too. Now we both falling. Who going to catch us? Because I can't catch you if I'm falling. You can't catch me if you're falling. So just don't fall at all, period. Who is your favorite teacher in school and why? Okay, I have three answers. My first, um, his name is Mr. Recchione. He was he wasn't my teacher, but he was um he was a fifth grade teacher at my elementary school. I love him. He's such a good guy, guys. I'm not gonna get into like a story about him or any stories about him because I would be here forever. But he's a really good guy. Um, and he was one of the fifth grade teachers. My fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Mosca. I loved her. Like, like I want smoke behind her name type love. Like, for real, I'm going to war. And then my third one is um, my high school forensic teacher, Mr. Simmons. That was my boy. He's still my boy. I haven't seen Mr. Simmons in a minute. But um, I'll tell you why these are all my favorite teachers. Because... They all help me accountable in some type of way. And I feel like even though Mrs. Mosca and Mr. Recchione in my elementary school definitely helped me accountable, Mr. Simmons um, kind of helped shape who I am today because he ain't let me do nothing. He used to, yo, I have to tell y'all a story. I have a quick story. So one time before class, I had a party. It was, this class was my fourth block, which is, which would have been my last class of the day. So I had a party in my third block and I had just came from lunch 
So I had a jug of Arizona. Like, y'all know that big jug. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That big party jug of Arizona. And when I walked in the class, it was a science classroom. And he told me, um, you can't have any drinks in here. Like, you can't be drinking juice because this is a science room. That's one of the science room rules. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and so when he started, like, chilling, like, when he put on something on the board, um, I started pouring cups of juice for everybody in the class. Guys, I'm not, disclaimer, I'm not saying that this is right or that I should have done that. But I started pouring juice for everybody in the class and he took my juice and he gave it to my coach. And then she, she did what she had to do. But whatever, we're not going to discuss that. But yeah, I was pouring juice in the back of the class. Like it was like McDonald's. I'm crying. I, sh I really 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 gave him a hard time but he never gave up on me and he really used to help hold me accountable and by the end of my junior year I was really low-key on my p's and q's like I don't know why I just said p's and q's damn somebody said that the other day and now it's in my head but I was on it I was on it my senior year because of him so all this to say he was definitely one of my favorite teachers because he kept it real like od like he 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 was, he was, he was my boy. Still is, still is. What three things do you think of the most each day? I think, I think about money, love, and I don't know. I don't got a third one. Or it's a tie between school and my, like my friends and family and the people that I love. But yeah, I think that's, that's, that's my three or four. Who was your first crush? Who was my first crush? That's a good question. Y'all, this is a question that you would have to ask my mother, not me. I probably had a crush when I was, like, mad little. Matter of fact, the teacher, Mr. Recchion, the fifth grade teacher, I had the biggest crush on him. And I was so little. I used to call him the love of my life. Um, so, I okay, I'm going to say he's my first crush because I just really, really loved him. And I told my mom that I had a crush on him, so, right. On a scale of 1 to 10, how funny am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm a clown. Only 1 to 10? I would give myself like an 11. I feel as though I'm hilarious. I'm very funny. I'm very funny. I don't need to even debate about that because I know I'm funny. I be sitting in my bed like, wow. Like, this is Comedy Central. <laughs> like, I am laying... In Comedy Central. Like, I'm just funny. I'm telling y'all. It's like, not, nah, but I'm telling y'all I'm funny as hell. I would give me an 11. For real, for real. An 11. What is one thing you will never do again? One thing I will never do again. This goes back to um one thing that I wish I learned, like, I known sooner. I will never, never extend myself, my love, my heart for someone who I don't, I'm not 100% sure is extending it back. And that's on period. That has to do with intimate relationships, with platonic relationships, with any type of relationship that I in from now forward. I'm always going to make sure I don't put too much of myself in. Because if I'm putting too much of myself in and they're not putting any, they're just reaping the benefits of me. And I'm funny as hell. I'm cute. I got my stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but in all seriousness, like, I'm not going to give somebody a lot of me and I'm not getting nothing back like for real seriously so that's one thing I'll never do again I did it before plenty of times before but that's dead it's clips it's over for that 
who knows you the best i think my mother knows me pretty well that's a little cliche but she definitely knows me pretty well i think my best friends know me pretty well my bun bun she knows me well <laughs> well she knows me bruh um i know myself very well I think I know myself the best, though. That was the question. Who knows you the best? And I think it has to be myself because who else would know me better than I know myself, right? Are you in love? Hell no, I'm not in love. I'm in love with myself. That's about it. Um, I remember last year I asked on my Instagram how you know you're falling in love or how you know you're in love. And so... Um, there was a lot of good answers on that, but I say that to say, when I think of this question, are you in love, and I think of all the res replies, definitely not. I'm not in love with nobody um, but myself. I don't feel like... I'm not even going to get into that, but <laughs> no. The answer is no, but myself. Do I regret anything in my life and why? Um, to be completely honest... I remember I always used to say I would never regret anything that taught me a lesson. I can't regret anything that taught me a lesson because I wouldn't have the knowledge. But listen here. I do think now I don't hate to say it because I I really don't care about his feelings in this way. But I think I really regret my last relationship because... I feel like I just I just wasted my life. I wasted time where I could have been like getting myself together and getting myself um where I need to be. Now I'm where I need to be, but I could have been there so much sooner. I just wasted like 6 months of like just being next to someone, not even being in a relationship per se, like just Running through the motions of being in a relationship, but not really there. I just think um, I regret my time being wasted. I don't regret the person. I just regret the relationship and the time being wasted because I think I just lost time I could have used to better myself. But what's done is done, right? Who's your <laughs> Who's your favorite cousin on your mom's side? My cousin Ariana asked me this question. Girl, you know, you know the vibes already. I also got to give a shout out to my Deja and Danielle because those are my babies. Um, but that's a, that's the three. That's it. Best part of quarantine. The best part of quarantine, I think, had to be like my transformation as far as my body positivity um, and just my overall confidence, I think. I've gained the most confidence in this quarantine. I mean, yeah, I've gained the most confidence in this quarantine than than any, than ever. I've gained more body confidence, more confidence in the way I look, more confidence in the way I walk, more confidence in who I am. I think that was definitely the best part of quarantine. What's the best thing that happened to you this week? Um, this I don't know if this is necessarily like happened to me, but this week I went to go visit my best friend at college I've never been to her college that was actually my first time visiting so it was fun I was chilling I got to chill with her and her um roommates and her friends I already met her friends a few weeks ago or like two weeks ago at her birthday celebration but I really like her friends at college they're lit as hell and so they're coming for my birthday but that's besides the point but yeah we were chilling it was a good time
my favorite drink my favorite drink has to be water or ginger ale i love ginger ale ginger ale is not really soda black people know this that ginger ale is medicine and only medicine so don't refer to it as nothing else um but probably water and ginger ale i don't know what else do i drink that's all i drink water and ginger ale yeah that's it what is your favorite song now this question somebody asked me this but i don't have no answer to this i listen to way too much music my favorite song at the moment is still your best by Gibeon. i love that song listen to me y'all i love that song that song is amazing like that that song is amazing <laughs> i don't know what else to say about it but that song is amazing for real which time period would you visit in history this question is also funny that someone asked me this because y'all i'm black i ain't going back to no time period what do you mean past 19 like 70 i mean think about how we treat it now you think i want to go back what am i visiting what is there to see there's nothing to see there's nothing to see back there for me anyway it's nothing to see so what time period would you visit maybe the 2000s or the 90s but nothing further than that i mean it's nothing it's nothing for me back there it really isn't what year were you born? I was born in 2000. I'm a little baby. Matter of fact, my birthday is coming up in 14 days or 15 days, something like that. It's on Halloween and it's lit. I'm turning 20. Are you in or have you gone to college? I'm in college currently. I go to Middlesex County. I also went to Rutgers University. Um, but yeah, currently I'm Middlesex single or taken i'm taken for granted but other than that i'm single how many siblings do you have two i have an older brother and a younger brother matter of fact y'all have met my younger brother in the sibling tag and if you haven't listened to the sibling tag you should probably listen it's mad funny shameless plug it's very funny i just have a funny family and that's on period what is your favorite sports team my favorite sports team is the chiefs well football um, now you may be asking, everyone who's known me has known me previously as a Jets fan. However, I have cut my ties with the team. I'm no longer a Jets fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. And that's the end of it. As far as other sports, basketball, I watch a little bit of basketball. I don't know. You know, I don't know. My favorite team for a minute was the Heat because LeBron was on the Heat. And then he left. LeBron be moving around like like a mouse. He just be going. So I want to say the Heat still because that that's the team that I had loyalty to to begin with. But I definitely got to go with the Lakers because, I mean, I think I'm not for basketball. As far as basketball, I'm not a team. I'm not a fan of any team. I'm a fan of LeBron. <laughs> so whatever team LeBron is going to. I'm going to basically be there. That's the bottom line. Sorry. I don't watch much basketball anyway, but I'm going to have to pick whatever team LeBron is on. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is black. Probably. I wear, I wear the most black. Black or red? I mean, what don't go with black or red? Think about it. Right. You can't think of anything because everything goes with black or red. What is the biggest struggle you overcame? I think the biggest struggle I overcame was my um, lack of self-esteem and my lack of body positivity. 
that was like I want to say because you know when you're like in elementary school those things don't matter I want to say sixth grade is when like that kind of started like my body and I don't want to say it like I used to come home from school and like look in the mirror like oh my god my body's horrible but I never looked at my body in a pleasing type of way if that makes sense like I never took pictures of myself of my body in a way that would show my body because I didn't want to show my body um but you should see me now (laughs) oh god anyways what is your favorite tv show quote I I will never forget this quote I was watching a show called I survived and this guy said um the good thing about pain is it reminds you that you're not dead yet and I love that quote I feel like and the, the content of the show is pretty intense like you know So I just have to think, like, in the moment that he's about to die, he's thinking, at least I feel pain. Like, I know I'm not dead yet. And I feel like that's such a good way to live. Y'all, I just be be all about positivity and living right and making sure you make every, you make, what's that? What am I trying to say? You make the most of every single moment. There it is. You make the most of every single moment that you have. So I feel like that's an amazing quote. You feel pain, but at least you're not dead yet. Period. Last question. This is the last question. Y'all really stuck around for me, listening to me, answer these questions, and I appreciate that. If you could only do one last thing, what would it be? Damn. What would it be? One last thing. I think I would get drunk. (laughs) Like, for real. Honestly. I think if I could do one last thing, if they told me, like, you're about to die, to be honest. We're going to keep it straight with you, girl. You're about to die. You get to do one last thing. I think I would get drunk. Or smoke the herb, depending on... I mean, both. Matter of fact, somebody roll up while I'm pouring the shots. You feel me? But I think that's it. I think that's the last thing I would do. Go out with a bang, you know, this is a long episode, but do y'all remember in the in the season two premiere that I said I was going to try and make them longer? That one wasn't as long as I wanted to start making them. It was only like 17 minutes, but this is like a whole half hour. So if you have listened for a half hour to me, if you've listened to me talk for 30 minutes and you're at the end listening right now, I just want to say that I appreciate you so much. I appreciate anyone who's listened at all. But if you're at the end, that means you either really bored or you really love me or both. And either way, I appreciate all of it for real. Thank you all so much. I'm hoping to have another episode maybe next week. Maybe next week I'll post something. I don't know. Leave me ideas. Leave me what y'all want to hear me talk about because you know I can talk for days. But but yeah, that's really it. I want to say thanks again for listening. And we all know T-Fudge writes. But now, T-Fudge talks.